Hello and a happy Thursday. This week has been just going by so quickly that this honestly just kind of snuck up on me. And so I'm actually doing this a little bit later than I typically would. For those that don't know, I actually record these the night before. They're set to go live at 4.05 on Thursday morning so that people can listen to them bright and early or just whenever they get a chance to. And I'm so sorry. For my new listeners, I want to introduce myself. I'm actually the deputy of MovieDeputy.com and I just bring these upcoming movies to you every Thursday and I bring my movie recaps to my listeners every Tuesday. So if this is your first time here, welcome to the, the fun. And if you are a returning listener, I am very thankful that you came back. And don't forget, if you haven't done so already, like and subscribe so you don't miss out on any of this great content. This week, we're actually going to be talking about 20... I think I think it's 22 movies that are opening this weekend and a couple of the ones we've talked about before so I'll be able to get through those pretty quickly and the rest of them it's honestly kind of a mixed bag some look really amazing and other ones look like eh meh <laughs> the reason I say eh meh is it could be either eh or meh or sometimes even worse than that sometimes it's just plain ugh <laughs> But that's half the fun of it. We're going to go ahead and jump right into these here pretty soon. We've got some movies that open on the 15th, 16th, and of course the 17th. But let's jump right in with the movies that open on December 15th, which was of course yesterday, with a movie called Minimata or Minimata. I'm honestly not sure on the pronunciation of that. Minimata is based on true events about a toxic waste dumping. One of Life Magazine's best photographers was sent to kind of cover the story but what he ended up finding out was that the cover-up was as big as the story itself with certain people around the world they believe that the photograph actually can take a piece of the soul but what they don't realize is that the photographer taking the photo also leaves a piece of his soul behind in every picture that's taken a picture is worth a thousand words to some other times the silence of a picture is absolutely deafening and stories such as this can feel like a dark room where things have to be just right to expose what's really happening and that it has to be done in such a certain way so that it can be recognized and something can be done about it. Such a powerful story. I'm hoping that its presentation is as powerful as the trailer was and that they did not ruin it by doing what Hollywood does best or worst as the case may be. Our next movie is about Brian Wilson. Now, if you've followed movies very much for the last uh, five years or so, you'll notice that there have been a few movies about him. And some of them have been just more of a movie presentation, whereas this one is more of a documentary. The title of this one is Brian Wilson, Long Promise Road. Now, this one really delves deeper into the real Brian Wilson and for those that aren't familiar, he is one of the famous, or as some may term, infamous Beach Boys. The Good Vibrations, and every, there's a ton of their songs that people can relate to. If you have never heard of the Beach Boys, you might want to look them up on YouTube. There may be some things that, that you'll find out that you liked that you didn't even know you liked. But I don't want to get too distracted from the movie here. This is a journey of this documentary filmmaker going along with Brian Wilson on a road trip. And along the way, Brian takes him to places and takes him through experiences of what the music came from and where it came from and the emotions that it came from and the emotions that it caused. 
and just the highs and lows of his personal life, of the career, of everything. Now, this documentary is going to have a lot of big names in it. I'm not going to name drop, but if you have ever been a fan of the Beach Boys or if you haven't discovered them yet, I would definitely recommend checking this out. I'm not really sure the direction or the feel of it that it's going to go in a whole lot, but usually these end up quite eye-opening in a way that you definitely would not expect. The next one that we're going to talk about is a movie called Harper. Now this one was very emotional even just from the trailer because it's about a little girl that is reminded that everything in life can change in an instant. She truly had to fight just to be loved and she had to believe in herself even when nobody else would believe in her. This is her struggle. This is her life. This was what she experienced. It was not based on a true story or at least if it was, it did not disclose it in the trailer. But this one, even through watching the trailer, I got misty-eyed. This one is either going to be exceptional or just exhausting. Or it could be exceptional and exhausting. I just, I just hope Hollywood didn't take it to a point where they lost the meaning behind it. The next movie is The Hand of God. This is a Netflix movie. It is also subtitled. The language in the movie, I'm guessing, is Italian as it's basically an Italian movie. But it's about a young man's journey of loss and how he truly ended up losing himself in this loss. And through that, he had to learn how to find his voice and learn how to let his experiences in life, how they would transform him and help guide him onto the path that he needed to be on. At least that's what I understood from the trailer with reading the captions and just kind of how the story was playing out. I know sometimes those can be a little bit misleading, but I think, I, I think I'm pretty close on this one. The next movie we're going to be talking about definitely is not suitable for younger audiences. This one is titled Explant. It is on Paramount+. Plus. It is a documentary about Michelle Visage. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name right. She is a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. But this documentary kind of goes into her story about how she got ill from having breast implants and the whole progress and process of getting them removed. Like I said, this one definitely is not suitable for young audiences as it's going to be touching on a lot of very controversial and touchy subjects. This is one that again reaches out to very much part of the LGBTQ community and things like that. So it, it will have an audience, but it's going to be limited. We're heading back into kid-friendly territory here, but we're not waiting too deep in that pool. This next movie is Rumble. This one is also coming out on Paramount Plus on the 15th. This is an animated movie about monster wrestling. For the sport to survive, it's going to require a new hero to step in and rise above all the rest. Well, this monster does not really like to wrestle. He, it just, it's just not him, but he wants to do something to help and he ends up finding his passion through dance, but he finds this through a friend. And how are dancing and wrestling kind of combined into one movie? Well, that's where it kind of gets fun. It almost has the feel of almost like Kung Fu Panda and just kind of how that story played out and how he ended up rising above, achieving all of his dreams. This monster may not necessarily have the dream that you might expect, but it definitely looks cute. There are some topics that the story does deal with as it's being told that might be a little intense for the youngest of audiences, but I think probably eight 
plus would definitely be good for a movie like this or at least that's probably the target audience would probably be I'm guessing the 8 to 15 year olds especially anyone whose parents are fans of wrestling or if you are a fan of wrestling and you're trying to get your kids into it this might do it the last movie that opened on December 15th didn't exactly open on December 15th. The story that we talked about a couple weeks ago called Ron's Gone Wrong, it was an animated movie, is going to be coming to Disney Plus on the 15th. So if that is one you were wanting to check out, head on over to Disney Plus and check it out. On December 16th, there's only one movie opening, and it is another Netflix movie. It's called A California Christmas. Now, this one definitely could have been much more of a Hallmark movie than a Netflix movie, and maybe Netflix is trying to go more in that direction, but who knows? It is a story about a city boy who decides to go to a ranch and be a ranch hand. In the process of this, he falls in love, but something comes up with his dad's estate and he has to go back to San Francisco, so he asks her to come with him. Well, they go back to the big city and he pretty much feels like he's back at home and she's completely out of her element and maybe he was out of his element back at the ranch too, but it's just the whole chaos of love story and bringing the small town to the big city and bringing the big city to the small town, just kind of reminding you that the best things in life aren't things at all. It has a sappy love story message to it that if you're looking for a date movie or if you just really love the sappy love stories then this is for you. If not, then <laughs> run, run fast in the other direction. Well, we have made it to December 17th and we're finally up to the titles that everybody's been waiting for. We're just gonna start with Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, before I get too deep into this, if you have not seen Spider-Man Far From Home, this one is not gonna make a whole lot of sense because something happens at the end of Far From Home, which if you haven't seen it yet, either prepare yourself or plug your ears for a few seconds. But at the end of Far From Home, Spider-Man's true identity is revealed to the entire population, to the public. This just creates absolute chaos in his life. That's how Spider-Man No Way Home came about because now that all of the information is out, he can't really go back home again as he is, as his entire life has been turned upside down. So to try to get back some semblance of normalcy, he turns to Doctor Strange to try to undo what has happened and in the midst of that creates even more chaos. I won't give away any more of this movie, but if this intrigues you and you want to check it out, or you're, if you're a fan of the Spider-Man series, this is one you won't want to miss. The other big title opening this weekend is Nightmare Alley. It is a Guillermo del Toro movie. Again, not sure on the pronunciation. I've heard it a million times and I still mispronounce it every time. So yeah, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> But in Nightmare Alley, it is about a psychic medium who is kind of tested to see if he really is who he says he is. It's about pleasing certain people and by doing so you're displeasing other people. And it just kind of looks like a tangled story with a lot of drama to it. But there is a surprise at the end that you definitely don't see coming. He's usually pretty good for some surprise endings and I for one am intrigued to see what he did with this one. Are you? 
Our next movie is one that probably a lot of people haven't heard of. It's called Fortress. It basically is about a type of prepper survival and they have a lot of enemies that are trying to get to them so they're trying to protect their basically their fortress hence the title from all of these invaders that are trying to get in and why they're trying to get in is a little bit fuzzy or what exactly is all going on it looks to be a lot of action it looks to be intense there are some big names involved but again this might if this is one you haven't heard of before don't feel bad neither had I until I was checking out the movies for this weekend. But if you like movies like this, you might enjoy this one. If not, there's plenty of other ones to choose from. Our next movie, The Novice, is centered around rowing. How to compete, how to win, how to do what to do, and what if your best isn't good enough. It is an independent title, and it's how the girls fit in with the good old boys club. Because she's trying to fit in in this sport where it has been predominantly dominated by men for a long time. Does she have the stamina? Does she have what it takes to keep up? It doesn't look like it put, overly pushes the whole feminism agenda thing with that, but it looks to be more about kind of how we, to really push yourself if, you, if it's something that you really want. And what if you put everything you have and everything you can into it and it's still not enough? What then? I guess we'll find out with how this plays out. I haven't seen this, so I don't know how it ends. And even if I did, I wouldn't give it away. But this one does look very intriguing. If you're a rowing fan, that is. Our next title is coming out exclusively on Apple TV and it is titled Swan Song. It's about a guy that knows he's dying and he gets to have a second chance. But the second chance is not really how you might expect. Do you think you would be able to give up everything for someone else? What if this someone else did not know that you were giving up everything for them and they didn't realize even what was happening? Now, if that sounds confusing, Using it just might be because from what I gathered from the trailer this second chance is that basically he they create this clone of him that has his body his thoughts his memories everything and though he's dying he has the chance to step out of the way and let this clone basically take over his life so that his family wouldn't suffer and no that's nothing with spoilers or anything that's just how the trailer plays out his biggest struggle from the trailer is he's arguing with himself as he's saying, you're not me. But that's the whole thing. He is him, but he's not him. The story just looks really intense. And yes, this kind of idea has been done before, but this looks like it could be a slightly different take on a story that's been done and redone. <laughs> but not that this is a comedy at all. It's just I just laugh because... Hollywood could not come up with an original idea if they even tried anymore. There, I don't think there is such a thing as a completely original idea in Hollywood. But considering that this idea has been done and redone so many times, this at least looks like a fresh perspective. The next movie, Wild Game, will surely trigger some of my audience out there. It is about illegal hunting of wild game, specifically elk in this instance. But a city boy wants to be a cowboy and he decides to go to this area where they have hunting for hires, I guess is the way you'd put it. It's where you basically pay money and you go out and you hunt this animal. The thing is, it's not hunting season and so hunting the elk at this time of year is completely illegal. But basically money is no object to this guy. So he's like, yeah, let's just make it happen. I don't care. I just want to bag an elk. 
But in this instance, it's not as simple as just that. Because while they're out hunting the elk, they end up kind of crossing paths with some other people. And the hunters become the hunted. It becomes a thing about survival much more than it is about the elk. So like I said, it probably will trigger some of my audience, but it's also going to attract a larger audience because I am very much pro Second Amendment, but I'm also very pro legal hunting, not illegal hunting. But at the same time, there's so much overregulation and stuff on that. That could be a whole other discussion in and of itself. <laughs> but yeah, wild game, it's it's definitely going to have a wide audience. Not so much in a way that people might expect. Will that, will that include you? That's up for you to decide. Schemes in Antiques, our next title, is about antiques and the forgeries of those antiques while in search of treasure. From the way that the trailer played out, even though it was subtitled, it feels like an Asian Indiana Jones. Just because of how it plays out and the whole search of treasure and just the whole action scenes and everything that were in the trailer... I hope that the best parts of this movie weren't in the trailer and that there's a lot more to come because if this truly is an Asian version of Indiana Jones, as we know, not an original idea, but I don't think it's ever been done from an Asian perspective before. So this could be interesting. Our next title is actually a documentary from Zimbabwe. It is titled President. The people of Zimbabwe are determined to fight until their elections are free and fair. Sound familiar? They are tired of living under this controlled rule where they have no say-so. They are fighting for a democracy. This is their story. A lot of people think they understand things through the American system. And even this system isn't perfect. Elections are rigged and stolen and just thrown for a loop all the time. I mean, going back probably to the beginning. I mean, even like Kennedy's election and everything like that. I'm not even talking about just recent times. I'm talking about things throughout history. And we are naive if we think it is only happening here because these things are happening all over the world and people are fighting for the freedoms that we as Americans truly take for granted. Now, this story doesn't really touch on the whole thing with Americans and what we have versus what we take for granted, etc. But this story is a good reminder of how quickly things can get out of hand if we do not cherish and understand fully the freedoms that we have. May I recommend to all of my listeners that you maybe get out a copy of the Constitution and give it a read. You just might be surprised at some of the stuff that's in there. Our next movie, Marguerite, Queen of the North, also deals with historical matters. Whether or not it's based on a true story, I don't know. I actually haven't looked into this one. But it's something that I probably will look into at some point before I watch this. Now this is another movie that is subtitled. In this story, a queen stands against another kingdom. And when she realizes that the ruler of this other kingdom is somebody claiming to be her son that died many years ago. It creates a very tense situation. And when this king steps in front of her and claims to be her son because he claims the seat next to her. It just really... It brings up a lot of memories of like the movie Anastasia. If you've never really watched that before, I mean, that is an interesting story. I'm not talking about the cartoon either, though that does kind of touch on the story as well, but more of the actual live action movie and how in this movie, the queen does not recognize this person claiming to be her son. Like I said, it very much plays out like the other story, but how this one plays out remains to be seen. 
last words, and no, those aren't my last words for the show quite yet, but last words is set in the year 2086. This movie is subtitled and it is basically after society is completely broken down. There is no more society as we know it. Everyone literally has to start over and in doing so they, they're trying to capture immortality not in the literal sense but in the sense of capturing each other in a way that will live on through time even though they themselves will not. Now if that doesn't make a lot of sense you may have to check out the trailer or if you don't want to check out the trailer this is one that might just be worth taking a chance on even if you don't see the trailer. I really liked the direction that this is going. It did not seem overly political, which was nice. And like I said, it's just a very intriguing aspect. Again, not completely original, but just something that stands apart and gets your attention. A lot of the movies that we're discussing are pretty deep, and this next one is no exception. The Tender Bar. This story is about family in the non-traditional sense. Family is a lot more than what you might expect. And I've even touched on that a little bit when I've talked about my family of friends that are more family than family. And so, hence, family. Yes, it's a term that I love to use and those closest to me hear it regularly. But in The Tender Bar, it is based on a memoir. It is a story about growth and reflection, who loves you, who leaves you, who lifts you up, and who tears you down. There... It just delves so deep into the who, more so than anything else. And stories like this are, they're usually either really high or really low because sometimes they take the story too far and it just feels fake. Other times they do this and it just leaves you with something that you're going to carry with you for a long time. I'm actually hoping that it's the latter in this case, but I guess we'll see. Our next title is one we've discussed before. It is The Scary of 61st. And this movie is just going to be opening up in New York City on the 17th. And last but certainly not least is Mother Android. This one is a movie coming out directly to Hulu. And it is truly like an us against them. But I'm not going to tell you who them is. It plays out in a whole idea that we are all actually programmed, even though we don't realize it. But it's also got a little bit of feel of the quiet ones. You might be wondering how those work together. And honestly, that's a good question because even I was a little bit puzzled by the trailer. And believe it or not, you have made it through all of these movies with me. <laughs> a lot of highs, maybe some lows, and a lot of questions. I, for one, am looking forward to quite a few of the titles this week. And again, I will do my best to try to see as many of them as possible and bring you the movie recaps on this upcoming Tuesday. I thank you for coming along with me on this interesting adventure as we talk about these movies. And as always, I welcome your feedback on the Contact Me page of MovieDeputy.com. And as always, at moviedeputy at gmail.com. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon.